Welcome to OA Now. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of the um, Dragons Insider, blogger of Inside the OA, and one of the hosts between to me is at Ordinary Television. Like, welcome our friends hearing us on the local voice and SoundCloud and watching us on Ordinary Television. Um, got a lot to talk about this week. Um, we finally, finally have a new football coach at Pontiac. I'm um, going to preview the um, big matchup in softball this week featuring Lake Orion and Clarkston. Um, and also, um, Talk about the basketball divisions being released. And, of course, the um, preview in this weekend's um, Oxford Invitational involving several OA teams heading into that um, tournament, heading into that um, Invitational. So we got a lot to talk about this week here on the podcast here. Um, let's go to our main story, which is, of course, the um, football situation over at Pontiac. Um, they finally have a... New varsity football coach. It has been confirmed. Um, Ken Wade is the new head coach. He's going to be taking over for Charles Talley. Um, Pontiac, of course, wait, this is going to be this is going to be the team's third new head coach. I mean, like yeah, actually the fourth head coach in six seasons over at Pontiac. Um, Wade is going to join, um, of course, some um, three new head coaches that are in the insane division, the blue division, um, where. Um, of course, you have John Hursting over at North Farmington, and um, you have Corey Bell, who's now at Avondale. Um, Wade's profile is very, very interesting and very successful. Um, of course, he coached youth football at the um, over in Pontiac. Of course, I think it's the Pontiac, Pontiac. Um, not sure the name, um, their name of their youth football program there, but um, he did have a very successful um year over there at Pontiac. He knows the kids in that area he knows where they're gonna he knows that area very very well and um of course he's had some success um coaching stints as an assistant under bob chiazza um worked with bob chiazza um so when i look at this hire you know i think it's a very good hire it's a really big time hire for this group i think that if um that i think if it comes down to um trust, you know, between if he can get if he can get enough time to develop that program, I think Pontiac could be a team that could come back. And the fact that this is a team that could they could make some noise, you know, considering what the schedule they got coming up. Um now when I look at Pontiac football as a whole, you know, they have not been the same since Brad Zuby left that team. I mean, they really have not. And you know, and the record shows it. I mean, they're five and forty-eight since two thousand eleven. That's not good. Um, not good at all. Including last season, they went one and eight. Um, the Pontiac Phoenix—they—they've been in the cellar in the league for a little while now. And I think for the and I think and I'm hoping Ken Wake can change that. And I think it's going to really help them going forward. Um, when I look at when I look at Pontiac. Um, I know there's a lot of challenges surrounding this team, surrounding the school and this community. I mean, they've been through some ups, been through some downs, um, but they managed to survive and get, come on the way back up. And this is a team, and I and I believe that Wade's going to do that with this team. Um, and I think he will. Um, when you look at, of course, the coaching pedigree that he's got, um, it's going to be really, really challenging for this group. Um, you know, especially with the schedule they play, um, especially with the teams they got to deal with in the blue division, of course. Um, and then of course, Pontiac just recently moved back up to class A, which is likely means they're going to be playing a division one schedule for, um, be based on their enrollment. So when I look at Pontiac, when I look at their chances, when I look at that team, I think it's going to be. I think for them, it's going to be, um, it's a good, I think it's a good hire. I think Wade's going to have several challenges with that program. Um, he's going to have to, um, he's going to have to look at the depth situation there to develop a program there. I mean, Pontiac's not an easy job to um, develop a program there. And I think that's going to be a, a huge challenge for Wade, you know, knowing his ability to recruit kids, recruit talent. Um, and to get those kids to come out and play football, I mean, like, you know, playing football on a Friday night, you know, it's and playing, and especially playing at a legendary stadium like Pontiac does with Wisner Stadium, it can bring out athletes. 
I mean, now the teams they're playing is going to be really, really tough, especially when you look at the teams that Pontiac's going to have to deal with, um, as mentioned. So I think for Wade, his challenge is going to be is to trust the process. And I think for Pontiac, you know, that's a, they really need to trust the process and develop that process. If they can get that process down, I think it's the football team that could do some damage. And for Pontiac, I think that they're going to be, I think for them, um, you know, with Wade there, I think it's going to help them. But he needs stability. And I think that, and I think this football program needs stability. Um, because if he doesn't get, if he doesn't get the support, then it's going to lead to problems. And, you know, and I think that's going to be key for long-term stability is you got to get support from, from the athletic department, the community, you got to get support for this program, you know, and I think this is where the program has been lacking since Brad Zuby left has been that area. And, you know, we'll see what Wade brings to the program. I think he's going to do a wonderful job <laughs> in um, building that program. You got a, you got a player in Tariq Hazard coming back. Um, I think he's going to be a huge, huge, um, huge help for that team. That's going to need a lot. You know what I mean? A lot of leadership, a lot of, um, a lot of tech, a lot of teaching, especially, um, when you look at Pontiac and especially you got a guy in there who knows the program. Of course, he's, he knows what, what everything, how it operates, you know, Pontiac football, working Pontiac youth football, of course, knowing the Pontiac middle, what they do at Pontiac middle school. And then of course, um, getting and then of course getting to Pontiac High School. I mean, but also it's also important to keep kids in Pontiac, you know, and I think that's gonna be Wade's challenge. Um to try to keep kids in Pontiac. And I think that's gonna be a really, really tough challenge um to see what happens over there. Um I mean I, I did say my thoughts. I liked I love the hire. I think he's gonna be a good hire. Um I think that um he's gonna have a very tough task to um, turn this Phoenix program around. Um, Rome wasn't built overnight. And I think at the end of the day, when you look at it, um, Rome really was not built overnight. And I think for Pontiac football, um, Rome, you know, and sometimes, you know, Rome has to be built. I think right now Pontiac right now is in square one. And they're trying to, um, and then you got to build it brick by brick. And I think, you know, they're going to do that, and I think they sh they will do that. And I think at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a huge, huge um, addition by subtraction, you know what I mean, when you look at it. And I think with Wade there, I think if he can be there long-term for this program, then I think Pontiac football is going to go places. Um, maybe not this year, but certainly in the years to come. And I think that's the direction that um, Pontiac really needs to go going forward. Now, the division ain't going to help them, obviously. Of course, anytime you have a division with North Farmington, Farmington, Avondale, um, Ferndale, Berkeley, um, it, and um, Royal Oak, <coughs> it's going to be a tough challenge um, for, the, for them. I mean, for Pontiac, I mean, it's going to be a tough challenge, especially for those teams in that division. But I think right now, I would trust this team in the long term, um, building this team for the future. If they can, if they can handle stability, handle success, and success is going to come. If they can handle pressure, handle, a, I mean, like, look at, I'm going to use the example Pontiac boys basketball team this year. Um, really successful year winning, um, 18 games, winning a district championship. Um, <coughs> huge, huge success for them. It can be, I mean, if they could turn the basketball program around over at Pontiac, they can certainly turn the football program over there at Pontiac. And I think they will. I really think they will do that. And I think it will come down to um, hard work, determination. Um, and I think they're going to do that. I really do think they're going to do that over there at um, Pontiac. Um, let's, let's go from the Pontiac football coaching hire, of course. As I mentioned, um, now every... Every coaching vacancy is now filled along the OA. So it's going to be a very interesting summer to see where um, each team really goes as we head into the um, 2019 
football football season. <laughs> um, let's go from um, let's go from football. Um, I want to talk the um new basketball alignment coming out. The new bat the new divisions coming out. Of course, we have um wrestling, volleyball, basketball divisions. Um, they're all out um for the season. Um, let's go with our um, first. Let's go with the first sport, which is volleyball. Um, as I mentioned last week on the podcast, um, there were three new coaches named um, um, Bridget Harding, departing Adams, um, also um, also um, there was a new coach over at Royal Oak and um, former Oakland University um, volleyball player Kara Schultz. Um, she played the um, defensive setter position, um, and then of course. Just this week hearing that Michael Love was the new head coach at North Farmington and replacing Cat Hall. So that was really surprising, really shocking, to say the least. Um, that We had three new volleyball coaches named. I mean, like one departing and the other two being a new head coaches. Now, the new uh, the divisions are officially out for the for volleyball. Um, the districts have not been posted yet. Of course, we'll probably know within the next month or two where every team's going to be at. Um Let's look at the blue division first. Um, this is a um, the divisions this year in volleyball is an eight eight five format. Um, we have the um, blue division. You have Royal Oak, Southfield A and T, Ferndale, Oak Park, Pontiac. Um, when I look at this division, I, I think the favorite has to be Royal Oak. I mean, when you look at, of course, what Sierra Schultz is coming into taking over a team that's really struggled. Um, they could get some. Um, they could develop. You know what I mean? Get in some, um, it could develop, you know, develop chemistry. I think if Royal Oak can get everything situated there, I think, I think they're going to be in good shape. Um, Ferndale probably would be my number two, even over Southfield. I mean, I know Southfield fans are going to say, wait about us. What about us? Of course they got it. They're well coached under, um, coach Alicia Love. Um, Michael loves, um, I think it's wife or something. I think it's his wife. Um, I think she is, he, I think she's his wife, but um can't can um can um confirm that. But um but Southfield's gonna be a team to keep an eye on. And I think when you look at the Warriors, this is a team that can um really do well early on. And I think this is a Warrior team that could that could do some damage early. Um but I think Southfield A and T with them, I really think that they're going to be a really, really dynamic team. Um, could give Royal Oak some problems. And the other team I'm watching is Burndale. Um, the Eagles is a team that could do that could do some damage. Um, they have district championship potential. I mean, not being mean, but I think Ferndale does have a shot does have a shot to be a um, a championship potential team. So Ferndale. Uh, is another one I'm watching. So my early indications are Royal Oak, Safia A&T, and um, Ferndale right now. And then um, the other two teams, Pontiac and Oak Park, I don't think they're going to be much of a threat in the blue division of volleyball ranks early on. Um, let's go from the blue to the white. You got you got a couple teams that moved down from the red um, that are in this division, Seaholm and Bloomfield Hills. Those are two teams I'm really shocked that moved down from the red to the white. Um, joining them will be Troy Athens, Rochester, Farmington, North Farmington, and Berkeley. Um, when I look at this one here, North Farmington, the hire of um, Michael Love's a huge one. Um, when I look at the um, white division, the favorite to me has to be Bloomfield Hills because of Alexa Rousseau. They got a ton of talent back. But the question for me has always been Bloomfield Hills coaching. It always has been. Um, I think last year this group kind of really struggled under Larry Wyatt. Um, you know, taking over for Bob Hurdle. I really think that this group really struggled. Um, and I think um, when I look at Bloomfield Hills, um, you know, you have you have a player like Alexa Rousseau who's got a ton of who I think could be a D a dark horse D one viable candidate. And I've said that when I have announced Lake Orion viable games. Um, for O N T V, and I said, and I still believe that Alexa Russo can be a dark horse candidate. Um, when I look at development of Russo, I think she can play 
anywhere. She could play defensive setter. She can play. Um, she could play outside hitter. Um, middle, middle as well. I think that's. Um, I think she's a complete player. I really do, and I think she can do some damage. And especially coming down into a division to this division, I think Lupe Hills has a great chance to um to make some noise in this division. Now, Seaholm will have a say about it because um. I know the Gambone family. I know what they have. Well coached. They got talent. I mean, they always find ways to succeed. I know Jason and Heather very well. I mean, like, what they bring. I mean, what they both bring. They're more than capable of bringing that program back. And I think Seaholm will be back. It would not surprise me if they make some noise this year. North Farmington, under coach Michael Love. Um... You know, new coach there. Um, but I'm very curious with North Farmington how they're gonna how they're going to adjust it to Love system, the Cat Hall system. Because when I look at I don't he's gonna have to really integrate his system into North Farmington system. And if they do, I think North Farmington could do some damage. But if they but if they don't, then it could be a really, really interesting situation over there at North Farmington. If the Raiders don't buy into Michael Love's system. And I think they have to. And when you look at the division they're in, I think it's... But also what helps is Love knows the division really well, and I think that helps a lot. Um, I think um, when you look at Rochester, Rochester's got a ton of experience back for second-year coach Kirk Gibbs. Um, I really think that if um, Rochester could do some damage, um, they could. They're, they're, they're a dark horse to watch. Um, Troy Athens, Avondale both should be better. Um, and then of course you have um Berkeley's gonna be the I mean yeah, Farmington, I think that's another one you gotta watch for. Um and then you got um and then of course there's Berkeley. Berkeley, you know, a lot of people say about Berkeley is, you know, they got some experience back. Um I mean, I'm curious to see how they're gonna play up in this in the white division. I'm curious to see how they do. Um, and I think, you know, when I look at Berkeley, they're going to have some, they're going to have some, they're going to have to take their lumps this year. I really think they're going to take some lumps. Um, so because coming up from the blue to the white can be a significant challenge for Berkeley. I really do. And I think it's going to be for them heading into that, heading into that, um, heading into that one. Um, my thoughts to the white, as mentioned, I still think Booby Hills is favorite. Um, Seaholm second. Um, North Farmington third. Um, those are my early indications right now when I look at um, the um, white division in volleyball. Um, the red division, um, this one's really interesting. Um, the red division, when I look at the red, um, you got the defending state champions in this division in Lake Orion. But for me, the favorite has to be Clarkston. And the reason why it is, is they got a lot of talent back. Now, Lake Orion... They do have some talent coming back, but I still think, you know, actually, I take that back. My, the early favorite has to be Stony Creek. Stony Creek's got a lot of talent back for Coach Ross Talbot. I mean, Stony Creek, you have Stony Creek and Clarkson right now, my early top two teams right now. Um, when you look at talent, returning talent on paper, um, Lake Orion right now looks third. Um, but you never know with the Dragons. You never know. Um, you never know. They're Troy. They got some talent back for Coach Tom Vigilant. Groves and West Bloomfield <laughs> both have talent coming up. Um, Groves has Ellie Rupridge coming up. Um, I think she's a South Carolina commit for volleyball. Um, and um, she also plays girls basketball as well. Um, Adam, I mean, Oxford should be better on um, Brian Kim's third season as a coach. Um, Adams, of course, they're they're the they're the mystery here because they lost a ton of them. They they're, they're they got some experience coming back, but they're going to have a new coach there. So that's a, always going to be a question for um, Adams when you look at them. Um, the talent they have back um, is who's going to be coaching that team. That's the big question, and I think that's something that um athletic director Jason Rapp has to address. You know, making sure everything is situated before the start of the um, season for Adams. So, but when I look at the red right now, Stony Creek right now has to be the favorite who they got back, followed by um, Clarkston, 
Then it's Lake Orion. Those are my top three right now when I look at the um, volleyball side of things, when you look at the new divisions released. Um, let's go to... Um, Let's go to let's go to basketball. Um, girls basketball. Um, you got um the blue division been released. Then we got Berkeley. We got Berkeley, Rochester, Farmington, Oak Park, Pontiac, Ferndale, Seahome. Um, Farmington's the only team that came down from the um blue division, from the um, blue from the white to the blue. Um, when I look at the blue right now, I still think Berkeley's favored. And I think when you look at the Bears. Um, Kirk Carolyn's done a wonderful job. Um, he's got a very good sophomore who's going to be a very good player. Then he got a freshman coming in there. Um, but Rochester could have a strong say, and I think Rochester. It all depends if um, it all depends if Jeff Haney comes back. If Haney comes back, I think Rochester's a player. If he doesn't, then I don't think Rochester will be. Um, and then you have Seaholm. Seaholm's another one I'm curious because I thought Seaholm this year on their um Chris Manchester had their ups and downs taken over for Janet Haleski. Um but when I look at Seaholm, they got talent. You know, they got some talent. It's just how you adjust to a new coach. That's gonna be the um that's the challenge with this group. And I think that's gonna be the um that's still gonna be the big time challenge for Seaholm um going forward is how does this new group of girls blend into Manchester's system? And I think that's always going to be the question at Seaholm is, can this group blend into Manchester's system? That's the big question. Um, there's, there were some signs that they did, and there were not some signs. So I think it's going to come down to if the Maples can blend into Manchester's system. Um, if they do, I think Seaholm's going to be a really dangerous team. Pontiac is another one I'm watching. Now, they did lose a ton of talent for Coach Christopher Wright. Um, I think Pontiac could be another one to watch. Um, but Farmington's another one as well. Of course, going down a division is going to help them. They got Val Pallet coming back. Um, of course, Val Pallet, well-known in the throws um, in track and field, and we'll talk about that. Um, and I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Um... And then, um, and then, you know, and then you have Oak Park. I think Oak Park under, um, I think it's Kayla, Kayla Davis, um, got her back, but, um, it's going to be, it's still a long year for them. Um, but right now, I would say right now, my early, early indications would be Berkeley right now, followed by, um, followed by, um, Rochester, Farmington, and Seahome. Those are my top four right now. I would say right now. <clears throat> Let's go with the toughest division which I think is going to be, it's going to be the white division. Um, you got, you got in there, you got Avondale Adams, Troy, Troy Athens, Lake Orion, Oxford, and, um, and North Farmington. Um, man, man, this is going to be a tough division because it's kind of like you can pick a, t pick, it's kind of like a pick them in this division. Early favorite has to be Avondale with Kerry Lee back. But they've got but if I'm Avondale, if I'm Coach Bob Lee's, I'm toughing up that non conference. Seriously. Um Adams is gonna be very good this year. Um it, yeah, Manny Dolinga back, you have Lauren Petersmerk back, um Amelia Dranik back. Um Anytime you have that experience that went through that, that, um, that gave water for cutting a run for their money. I take that. I take that. Adams can be really solid. Oxford's going to be really solid as well. Um, I'm curious to see where they're going to get the scoring from. Um, yeah, Matt, you lose, um, you lose Halea Cato. You lose, um, you lose Ashley Hirschman. That's two big losses there. Curious to see if Maddie Dingus and Sarah Terrell step up. Curious about their interior situation there. Very curious there for Oxford. Um, Troy, they have Kendall Zider. They got a couple of players I'm watching from the JV ranks. Um, I really like um, I really like Lawrence over. There. I really like um, what Troy's got over there. They've got some players that can play. Um, besides Kendall Zider, um. Troy Athens, another team. You got Isabel Crum there. You got the Bright Sisters. 
there as well. For Coach J.C. Klump, I'm very concerned about their interior play over there. Um, Lake Orion's a team I'm watching for sure. Um, Bob Bridges has done a wonderful job. Um, I Getting the culture back over there in Lake Orion. Um, but the question for them is still going to be scoring. If the Dragons can find some scoring to go along with that defense, um, Lake Orion will be certainly be a player. But when I look at this division, and North Farmington, I forgot to mention them. North Farmington, coming down from the red. Um, as mentioned, they still got some concerns in the interior. Yeah, Molly Simpson, yeah, Maya Kelly. I mean, the interior play is a big concern. And I've heard rumblings in North Farmington, they could have two players, um, two players coming up. I mean, I've been looking at the Twitter feeds, you know what I mean? And um, a lot of likes from the North Farmington Girls Basketball Twitter page on a couple of players. But I'm curious to see what happens with that team. But they still have a problem in the interior. And I know it's hard replacing a girl like Sam Cherney, but, but they're going to have to do that. They're going to have to do that. So the white division this year is going to be basically the kiss of death division. Um, and, the girls, and, the, and the girls' side things. Red division, got Southfield, Stony Creek, Clarkston, um, West Bloomfield, Royal Oak, um, and um, I mentioned Stony Creek. Yep, got Southfield, Clarkson, Booby Hill, Stony Creek, West Bloomfield, Royal Groves. Um, Southfield should be the favorite. Went to state final a year ago. Here's how they're going to replace Soto Barnes and Alexis Johnson. Their bench was really exposed against um, Saginaw Heritage. Their bench was really exposed. Yeah, they got Shia McEvans back, who could be a potential Miss Basketball. Um, but, and they got, um, Jasmine Worthy there, and they got, um, Kiana Willis, but I'm curious to see who's going to replace the, um, the latter, you know, replacing Soto Barnes and Alexis Johnson. I'm very curious to see what happens there. Um, Stony Creek's a team I'm watching very carefully. I like Lily DePenny a lot. I think Clarkson's going to be better, but West Bloomfield's going to be the team to watch. Yeah, Maya Bubbleback, you have Lola Chambers, Logan Lewis, um, Jamal Elam. Um, you, the only one they really lose is Jada Grady. But West Bloom is going to be very good. Bloomfield Hill is another one. I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to do without Mary Machine and Grace Getz. Angela Savannah's going to take a big step for Jeff Rubin's team. And watch out for Clarkson. I like John Wire's team. I like their freshmen going to be sophomores. They got nearly everybody back. I like that team. Um, so my early indications are Southfield and the Royal Oak. They're gonna. They're, it's gonna be a long year for them. Groves, of course, has Ellie Luebridge. Um, So I'm curious to see what happens there. My early indication, my top four early would be Southfield A and T, West Bloomfield, Clarkston, and um, those are my top three right now. Would be those three. Um, and then, um, and then I would say right now, Bloomby Hills over Stony, and that says a lot, really does. Um, boys basketball, um, boys basketball divisions. Um, let's go with Avondale Blue Division. We've got Avondale, Rochester, Troy, Athens, Berkeley, Seaholm, Royal Oak, Pontiac. Um, this division here, I'm curious to see how Avondale does. They're gonna have a new coach there. I think Rochester will be better. Troy, Athens will be better. But I think the team to beat in this division is Berkeley. I really do. Um, even on Troy Athens, I said was early favorite in my blog. Um, I still think it's going to be um, Roch. I still think Troy Athens. I still think Berkeley is a team you got to seriously watch out for. And I mean watch out for. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think Seal me better. Royal Oak's a mystery team. Pontiac loses a lot, but I think Pontiac could be there. I really think Pontiac could very well be there. The white division got Farmington, Adams, Groves, Southfield A&T, Oxford, Stony Creek, and Troy. Um, in this one, I think Troy would have to be the early favorite in the white, but Farmington will be there. <laughs> um, been hearing a lot of rumblings surrounding the Troy situation. Um, I mean, Southfield will be a team to watch. Groves will be a team to watch. They got a lot black. Oxford, I'm curious to see what they have. 
coming back. I really think they're going to be a team worth to worth watching. They got the Townsend boys back for Coach Steve Laidlaw. Um, and Stony Creek will be a better Stony Creek. I think it's going to be better. I think the I think the White's going to be a really really good division. And then of course the Red, you got um, you got Ferndale, Clarkston, North Farnton, Lake Orion, Blue Bay Hills, Oak Park, and West Bloomfield. Um, Clarkston early favorite. Clarkson has to be the early favorite. West Bloomfield, um, I mean, you got Ferndale will be there. Um, you got North Farnton Oak Park have a lot of talent back. Bloomfield Hills has Mason Canfield back. Um, West Bloomfield, they did lose a lot. And then Lake Orion, of course, when you lose a guy like Nate Talbot and um, Jake Ryquest, you know, and Kyle Loken, that's going to hurt. But now also you lose a coach in Jim Manzo. I mean, that's going to hurt, and whoever the new coach is going to have a huge challenge to um, to um, succeed what Lake Orion's done. I think it's going to be a, a challenge for the Dragons going forward in that division. I really do. Um, but right now, I would think right now, the early fair has to be Clarkson than Ferndale. So those are my thoughts on basketball. Wrestling, of course, you have in the blue, Avondale's the only team that came down. Um Got Avondale, Pontiac, North Farmington, Troy, Athens, Royal Oak, Berkeley, Ferndale. Um, I think Avondale has to be the favorite with their depth. Royal Oak and Pontiac with strong saves. Um, White Division, Bloomfield Hills, Farmington, South A&T, Troy, Groves, Stony Creek, West Bloomfield. Um, my early favorite there has to be Bloomfield Hills. Although Troy, Stony Creek, West Bloomfield, Southie will have strong saves. I think there are going to be challenges there. And then the red, you got Clarkson, Oxford, Adams. Rochester, Seaholm, Lake Orion. Um, until anybody beats Clarkston or Oxford or Adams, you know, it's it's their division right now. It really is. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Those are my early thoughts on the wrestling alignments. Um, let's go now from volleyball. Let's go now from the division, the new divisions announced to um to probably, I'm, I read an article in the Detroit News. David Gowacki released his um, top 10 teams. Um, very curious how they were um, for both baseball and softball. Um, you look at, of course, the, um, you look at the, um, and I read Lake Orion was ranked number nine in, the, um, in his top 10. And I'm saying to myself, very interesting. I'm curious to see. Um, Rochester was not ranked on there. I was very surprised there, even though they, they're a top team in the state of Michigan. Um, I think when you look at, um, baseball, I think that, um, I think that at the end of the day, you know, Lake Orion's got a really strong team. They got a strong case to be there. And I think they will be there, um, with the talent they have on that team. But. You've got, it's a tough division. When you look at Lake Orion, you got Rochester on there. I still think, you know, Rochester's had a lot of success as well. So, and of course, you have Groves on there, West Bloomfield, um, teams in the low, in the white division um, that could contend as well. And then you have Seaholm, Groves, you know, as mentioned, you know, they could contend as well. I mean, but Lake Orion right now, according to Dave Galaki, of the Detroit News right now, one of the top teams in the state of Michigan. I don't blame him. I really don't blame him. Um, it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. Um, let's go from baseball a little bit to softball. Um, I think here when I look at the top 10 that David um, Gorky released, um, he it makes a lot of sense ranking Clarkson number one considering who they got. And we talked about Clarkson a lot. Um, you have seven starters, you know what I mean? Of course, I know about Hannah Katie, Olivia Warrington, um, Abby Tomine, and Sierra Christian. Um, that's not even mentioning, um, Anna Scaverse. Um, you know, and I took a very interesting comment from Don Peters, the head coach here at Clarkson. And he, re he reported, he said this to David Golaki. He said, the strength of our team is a toss-up between hitting and defense. The girls can flat out hit one through nine. There's no, there's nowhere in the lineup where this team can take it easy, or teams can take it easy. He's right. He's right. He's basically treating 
And I think he's treating his team sort of like a professional baseball team. You know, he does love his pitching staff. You have Olivia Warrington who can pitch. Um, and she's their ace. She is their ace. And I think at the end of the day here, when you look at it, um, she's going to be the key. I think Warrington's the key because, but also this team can hit. And people are going to ask me, what happens if a good pitcher beats good hitting? And always I've seen good pitching beat good hitting. And um, I think at the end of the day, when you look at it, um, good pitching Always beats good hitting. I think Clarkson's got that. Um, so I was very curious to see that comment there. Um, and we know about Warrington's pitching and pitching. I think she's going to be really, really, she's going to be key heading in the play in the postseason. I think she's going to be key. And if Clarkson, but remember, Clarkson's had a had times where they've been upset, and could it happen to him this year? I think this is certainly Clarkson's best chance to win it all. I think this is Clarkson's best chance to win it all. I know they might have one more year because a lot of those kids that Clarkson has are juniors. I mean, Katie's a junior. Kirsten's a junior. Um, um, and Abby Tolmine's a junior. I mean, this might be their best chance. But they might have one more year. You know what I mean? That window could be closing on them. Um, another team here that's ranked in the, top, in the top five is Lake Orion. So I'm saying to myself, very interesting. And I look at the Dragons. They have seven seniors back, obviously led by Tessa Noose. Um, Then you have Peyton Shadaya, Haley Melcher, Abby Maresh, and um, Kim Solonski. Of course, they added a transfer pitcher in Sarah Conley. Um, she was thrown in the 60s. So it's very interesting there. Um, Lake Orion's going to be a team that could give Clarkson problems all year. I really think they can. But I'm curious how they match up depth-wise against a team like Clarkson. Because it's clear that those two teams are on a collision course, not only in the, right, not only in the red this year, but also in the um, regular season. And but also in the postseason when those two teams play. And I think at the end of the day, those two teams are going to are gonna clash. And there's gonna be battles where each team basically wins a game or two. But I think what matters is if these two teams will meet in June. And I believe that those two teams will meet in June in Oxford. I think those two teams will meet. But I think at the end of the day here. Um, and I said this a couple weeks ago. This tournament is Clarkson's to lose because if Clarkston, because of Clarkston, you know, if if they lose this tournament, I know they're they got one more year. Let I got they got one more year, and I view that window could be closing a little bit on them, but this is this in my opinion, it's Clarkson's best opportunity to win a state title in softball. Because if they don't, I don't know if they, I don't know if they will next year. But they could. But they've got two-year window. They got a two-year window. And I think the pressure has to be on that team. I think so. With Lake Orion, I don't think there's a lot of pressure. Because, you know, Clarkson getting all this hype around them. Yes, you got players. But when you look at Clarkston, you know, they were there last year. They went to the quarterfinal last year. They were upset last year. I think Hartland took them out last year. And um, that was a game they should not have lost. What's the Hartland? They should not have lost that game. But I think there's a lot more pressure on Clarkston to win a state title than there is Lake Orion. But Lake Orion's got that got their fair share of pressure too. <clears throat> the question for me with Lake Orion is how will Conley develop? How will Conley fit in with this team? It looks like she's fitting in well. But that's the question I have with Lake Orion softball. 
is can they get the timely hits? Can they get the um can they get the pitching? Pitching's gonna be a big question for this group. Besides Conley. That's a question. That's a big question I have with Lake Orion. And right now, when I look at the pitching stats right now, I'd say Clarkson right now is better. And that says a lot. But you never know. I think these two teams are on a collision course. And that's not not me even mentioning all the other teams in the um in the OA. You know, you got North Farmington, I think is gonna be very good. Um I think that um, you know, they can make some noise. Um Troy Stony Creek could make some noise as well. Troy Athens, another one. Um but we'll see. We shall see what happens. Okay, now let's go from um baseball, softball, um, to track and field. Um I wanna preview um I wanna preview the Oxford Invitational that's taking place this weekend. Several OA teams in this one. Um could have some strong stays here. Um I'm gonna go from boys and girls first. I'm gonna go boys first. Um to me, the early favorite, and I think there's some teams that could do some damage. I think it's wide open. I think with the field that's on here, according to athletic.net, it's a wide open field because you got you got Lake Orion, Lavoni Stevenson. Um, Avondale can make some noise with their throws, with the throws threat they have. Um, Adams could have a strong say here. Romeo could have a strong say here. Um, when I look at when I look at the teams in here, um, I think it's going to come down the wire in the boys. I really do. Um, I'd be shocked if somebody blew the field out. And it looks like, according to Athletic.net, Oak Park's not coming, which is really interesting because I think it's just a wide open invitation. Um, I'm curious to see where, um, each team stands, particularly, um, I think Lake Orion will be in the discussion. I really do. I think Adams will be in the discussion. Um, and I think, um, and I'm, and Lavonia Stevenson. Those are the three teams and Blue Bay Hills. Those are the four teams I'm watching carefully are those four teams. It's Lake Orion, Adams, Lavoni Stevenson, and Bloomfield Hills. Orchard Lake, St. Mary's could be another one. They could be. So I think it's going to be a really interesting feel how that's going to, how that's going to unfold um, with those teams. Um, let's look at the girls now. The girls one's going to be really interesting. Because you got some teams in there that could do some damage. Um, people are going to say, well, Lake Orion's going to be favored. And that, that is true. Lake Orion should be favored. Um, but you got to keep an eye on Birmingham, Seaholm and Clarkson. When you look at Seaholm, the strength of their team is their distance. I was talking to my, um, cohort Ian Locke earlier about Seaholm. We talked a lot about what they were capable of. Um, and they got some distance runners. They've got some very good distance. And then, of course, there's Clarkston. Um, talked about, um, we talked about Clarkston's lack of balance. Um, that could be a big problem for them. Um, because you have all these great athletes who are distance runners. You look at the um, Fergusons. You look at Mia Patria. You look at, um, you look at, um, and... That pipeline, that pipeline is there for Clarkson. The problem that I, the problem with them has been, always been, is their sprints, is their balance, you know? Can Clarkson find balance? That's the question. And if they don't find balance, you know, it could be a long year for them. When I look at this field in the Oxford Invitational, and then, of course, you have Waterford Ma, who's always going to be a contender there. Then you have Waterford Kettering. They've got some distance runners. Um, but, but a team that I think I'm watching, if I'm Lake Orion, very carefully, 
is Stony Creek. Stony Creek's one I'm watching very carefully. I like what Paul Duffy's done with that team. He's got a lot of young runners who are thriving to get better. They could be a team that could come in there and possibly give Lake Orion a lot of problems. And another one's Bloomby Hills. I think Bloomby Hills, another one. Now, yeah, they don't have Olivia Lopez anymore, but they have enough depth. But if I'm Lake Orion this weekend, probably the team I am most concerned about is Stony Creek. Another one I'm concerned about is Troy. And the reason why Troy, they're, they got distance. They got balance. And I think those are the two teams from Lake Orion I'm watching carefully is those two teams. Because I think when you look at, because if healthy, if healthy, Lake Orion wins this. If not, watch for that. It's going to be a three-team battle between Lake Orion, Stony Creek, and Troy. I'd be shocked if anybody else made a run. Seaholm, I'm a little concerned with their balance. Clarkston, big-time balance issues. Those are teams that, but the two teams you have to watch carefully are Stony Creek and Troy. Romeo could be a player. Romeo could be. I think they could be in the boys as well. Besides them, Laboni Stevenson. Um, those are the teams I think can make some noise. Um, when I look at when I look at the competitors here, um, you know we know about Clarkson's runners in the girls' side. We know about Lake Orion's um, top runners. We know about um, Farmington, of course, bringing arguably the best thrower in Val Pallet. Um, ex- I expect Pallet to basically throw between um, forty between forty eight and fifty. In the girls' side of things. Um, but the weather could be an issue. The weather could be an issue. Um, been a lot of conflicting weather reports. Um, what I got on my phone right now calling for um, rain. And um, what it's calling for is um, rain. Is a, chance of, um, is a chance of rain 53 degrees. Interesting. Really, really interesting. Um, I know I talked to uh, my cohort Ian Locke earlier, and I know he wanted a sunny day in 63. Could it happen? Possibly. Could it happen? It's possible. I mean, if it is if it is sunny and bright, it could be a better day. But if it's rainy, then it really gets interesting. Because, you know, anytime... The rain can make an impact on a athlete, and it's it's true. It can make a big time impact, and I think the rain will do that in this meet. Um, but when I look at in the boys' side of things, I still think um, I think it's going to be a four team race. I really do between Lake Orion, Lavoni Stevenson, Stony Creek's a team I'm watching carefully, and Adams. That's another one I'm watching. Forgot to mention Stony Creek. Um, and Orchard Lake St. Mary's. I think when you look at Stony Creek, I really like the direction Paul Duffy's took in that team. Um, I know that team inside out. Um, they got some runners. That's a team I'm really, really paying my eye on. If I am both, if I am the whole field, because I think Stony Creek's going to make some noise. I mean, I like where that team is at. I really do. <laughs> um, when I'm looking at the rest of the field, I'm not sure what to expect from Chicago Kenwood. Uh, I know the Oxford Invitational has done a really good job bringing in some teams from Chicago um, coming up here um, to Oxford. To play, to Oxford. Um, but I'm curious to see how they're going to perform. And, of course, you know, um, and I'm also curious to see if a team like Oak Park, um, with Oak, we know Oak Park, according to the athletic.net bracket that I got here, um, looks like they're not going to be coming. So that's very interesting. Really is. But end of the day, I would expect some really great, 
great competition this upcoming weekend, particularly at the Oxford Invitational. Um, and I think that's a big-time Invitational, is, the, um, is that invite. So I'm going to look at um, other teams here, see where they're at to um, get a good idea where... Um, Get a good idea where each team is at. Um, when I look at the um, when I look at the um, the rest of the league, and I think it's pretty easier said than done where the rest of the um, league's at. Um, I think I think when you look at the um, when you look at when you look at the rest of the schedule, um, when you look at the rest of the schedule. Um, of these teams. And I think at the end of the day, um, you know, it's about getting better. It's about driving to get better. And I think that um, everybody in this league is going to get themselves better. Um, but as I mentioned, there's some questions. You know, there's always going to be that question to seeing who's going to be there at the very end. And we talk a lot about we talk a lot about things, how it's going to be. But end of the day, end of the day, it's where you're at heading into the heading in the postseason in June. Um, of course, when you look at the um, when you look at other other sports, you know you're looking at of course the um, looking at basketball, you're looking at um volleyball, you're looking at a lot, and then looking at football. Of course, some um, football. We're not. We still got a whole summer to go with football. So before we talk about football, you know what I mean? But I know people have already started talking to me about football already. Seeing what team where their team's gonna be at. Um I thought about doing a top ten for football, but I chose not to. I kind of talked about that a little bit last week. You know, I mean where I stand with the top teams right now um heading into the season. People are gonna ask me, well Clarkson's gonna be there. Yeah they're gonna be there. West Bloomfield will be there. So Oak Park. Um, but if a team, and you have North Farmington there, but a team I'm watching for sure is Lake Orion. They're going to be a team I'm watching. And Oxford, another one. Curious to see how they're going to do it with Drew Carpenter. Curious to see how they're going to do. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Final thoughts of the week, of course. Um, as mentioned, we're going to keep an eye on the um, boys' basketball situations over at um, Lake Orion, Abigail Adams. Um, we're also keeping an eye on the volleyball situation now at Adams. Um, all 40, all 21 football coaching vacancies are now filled, um, which is, um, good news. Um, curious to see where everybody's at heading in the spring in that side of the department there. Um, lacrosse, of course, will be very interesting as well. Um, we'll see what happens there. Um, all spring sports, very interesting. See what happens there. Um. All right, now I'm going to sign it off here, everybody. Um, everybody take care of yourselves. Um, see you all next week, everybody. Take care and see you all soon. See you, everybody.